Northland Outdoors Radio. Welcome back. I'm Brad Amundsen. Thank you for tuning in all across the Northland. And for you listeners that hunt and fish in North Dakota, we've got our old radio pal, Doug Lear, from the North Dakota Game and Fish Department back on the show. Welcome back, Doug. Hey, good to be with you, Brett. Always good to talk the outdoors uh, North Dakota with you, my friend. Tell me you've had the kids out fishing already this spring. Yes, 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 and yes. How's that sound? <laughs> I got three kids. Does that work? <laughs> there you go. Of course, people are thinking about fishing this time of year, but they're always thinking about deer. And lately, there's been some good news coming out of North Dakota, including more deer hunting licenses available this year, right, Doug? We do have more opportunity awaiting deer hunters in 2016 across North Dakota, and it's, it's kind of been hopefully building that direction. Last year, we saw our overall deer hunter success at 68%, and that's kind of our wheelhouse. We kind of put a benchmark around that 65%. We, we want to make sure that when you draw a tag in North Dakota that you're going to have a pretty good opportunity to fill that tag. And, again, that's kind of been our philosophy in, in North Dakota is uh, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying this is what we've done in North Dakota is shoot for a benchmark around that 65% range. So when we, when we get that mark, uh, 68% last year, uh, combine that with uh, relatively mild and snow-free winters on top of winters. The last couple have been back-to-back pretty good, so we've seen better deer production, and we feel a little bit more comfortable expanding deer hunting opportunities. And basically when it comes down to it, if you're a, if you're a deer hunter in North Dakota, you're going to have about 13% more tags than what we had available uh, for 2015. Um, it, the raw numbers... The raw numbers um, are at 49,000 tags available. It's 5,725 more than last year. Um, probably really key is if you're, if you're looking at setting dates, our North Dakota deer season will open up on Friday, November 4th at 12 noon, and it runs through November 20th. And if you want to be an active participant, well, you have to have a tag. And if you want to get a tag, you have to have your name in the lottery. Our lottery deadline for this year is on June 1st. So you've got a little time to look at different units because when we say there's more deer tags available, that's across the board. And you might be looking at a specific unit where there might be the same number of tags available in past years. So uh, you, you've got a couple of weeks to, to dig through your unit and, and find. But when you, when you look at the application, the good news is our deer hunters are going to have about 13% more tags than they, than they had uh, available to them last year across the board, Brett. Well, that's good news, uh, too, to hear all that. Of course, uh, Doug Lear with us, North Dakota Game and Fish Department, talking about uh, deer hunting in North Dakota. But when you look at North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, primarily the, the northern halves of those other two states, it's nice to be talking about more tags and, and, and higher deer numbers for a change because you're right. With the weather and, you know, in Minnesota, they talk about predators and some of the other is kind of a perfect storm. The deer number were real rough a few years ago and it was all doom and gloom and everybody was upset and people were pointing fingers here and there it's it's kind of a welcome change and not just for whitetails but uh, it's been good news about mule deer too well and, and you're absolutely right is, is, is folks don't forget don't forget that the significant loss of crp across the midwest from north dakota south dakota to minnesota as well has been a huge x factor in the the deer equation and you know, yeah, we've had nicer winters, we've had better deer production, but we're still struggling in the, in the terms of habitat. So we want to make sure that we emphasize the habitat equation, uh, the habitat component of that equation. Uh, when you shift gears into mule deer, our spring mule deer survey, our population was up 21% from last year. 
you know, I don't want to be stuck on doom and gloom, but I also want to be realistic. If, if your 401k hits the bottom, um, like the stock market's been kind of roly-poly, and you're finally starting to go the other direction, that doesn't mean you're going to retire tomorrow. It just means that hopefully in terms of mule deer and in terms of white-tailed deer that we've seen the bottom and we're going to start heading the other direction. But, again, that translates over um, 21% higher our spring mule deer population compared to last year, and, and it has been going the right direction. And part of that is because we haven't had um, mule deer doe harvest in the last four years. We've restricted that. So, again, you know, in an effort to jumpstart it, and what you'll see is more mule deer uh, tags available uh, this year in North Dakota as well. So a couple of, a couple of good points. But also being realistic is you know, we, we had the fewest number of deer tags available in North Dakota last year since 1978. You know, the, the recovery doesn't happen in six months. The recovery sure. takes, uh, takes time. It takes patience. And, uh, again, we're going the right direction, T-Bone. Well, and you bring up Habitat, and it's like, the, it's like the pheasant discussion that you hear every year. With the loss right. of CRP, it's not just pheasants that you're going to lose. It's all wildlife. You hear about pheasants in North Dakota, and when you talk about the good old days, now the, the recent good old days, you're talking about the, the, those mid-2000s, and when everything started going downhill, yeah, the numbers of pheasants might be back up a little bit. We've had some mild winters that uh, are going to affect deer and pheasants alike. But you're just not going to be able to get back to that level that we were at in 2006, 2007, because you just don't have as much habitat. Right, and, and that's, that's the thing. is One of the things that I put a focus on is that a lot of people remember the, the awful winter of 1997. That was one winter that wiped out pheasants, was hard on deer, and a recovery came a lot quicker because it had twice as much CRP on the ground at that time as we have now. I mean, the, the habitat was there. It was one winter. So we were able to recover from that in deer, recover from that in pheasants a lot more rapidly. That's a matter of fact. It's like trying to, you know, trying to make more pizza when you've just got a, a little bit more pepperoni. It's not going to feed everybody right away. But you can start, uh, you know, you can start giving people uh, another seat at the table, and, and that's probably the biggest thing is that there's going to be more opportunity for deer hunting, albeit we still don't have the supply that's going to fit the demand. You know, we're Doug, we're talking 401ks, we're talking pizzas here on the show, all <laughs> kinds of subjects I didn't think we'd get to, including Wolverines. Wolverines. I shared this story on my Facebook page from NorthlandOutdoors.com. We have the story on there because they found a radio transmitter inside this Wolverine. And someone's like, oh, gosh, it's, you know, it's I've heard it from a, a number of people. It's too bad it got shot. You know, it was the only Wolverine in North Dakota. I said, you know what, though, because that Wolverine got shot, now we know about it. And Colorado, Wyoming, North Dakota, and possibly even Montana can use that research if that Wolverine hadn't been hadn't been killed, we wouldn't even know about it. And and you're 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 absolutely right on a number. I, am I the only one when I heard Wolverine was stuck on uh, the movie Red Dawn from the back in the early eighties? <laughs> right. Wolverines. But, and, and 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 again, the the value in data it's it's similar to gillnet surveys with fish. You're killing fish, but you're learning you're you're learning from those and. Again, you hit the nail right on the head is that think of everything that has been learned about this wolverine. Wolverines are not limited in the contiguous 48 states because one was shot near Alexander in western North Dakota. The limiting factor is they're found in the northern Rockies. That's their, that's their typical habitat is the high mountain region. So this, this dead wolverine is providing a lot of data in terms of, like you said, 
where it's been. It had been, it had a radio transmitter that had been inserted in Yellowstone National Park back in 2008. And the last known location of this wolverine was 2012. And um, it appeared to be a healthy eight to nine year old male. And everything that can be learned is because that carcass is in hand. The, the body composition, some of the DNA, the food, the sex, uh, the reproductive activity, there's so much that can be learned from having that, that critter in hand. And it's not an endangered species. It's not the last wolverine that's out there. We learned a lot from our initial mountain lion hunting seasons 10 years ago because of having a carcass to study and to learn from that. And that's the reality of, of, of life in the outdoors, T-Bone. Well, another animal that's gone through its ups and downs in western North Dakota, Doug Lear, our guest here in Northland Outdoors Radio, is a bighorn sheep. What's the latest with the sheep out there? Well, our bighorn sheep population is up 8% from last year, and even beyond that, that's, that's so relative, but it's 3% above the five-year average. The North Dakota bighorn sheep population in the Badlands of western North Dakota, Teddy Roosevelt National Park area, and we've, we've had some struggles with our bighorn sheep population, mainly because of bacterial pneumonia. And the, the unfortunate news is that that strain has been persistent in there. It has not been active, but the scary part of it is is that this could pop up again later on this summer. But we are planning to possibly revive our bighorn sheep hunting season in Northfield. We won't have a determination until September 1st uh, when we see what our summer production is on bighorn sheep. But right now, it's looking pretty good. Uh, in, in last year, uh, we, we had some, some uh, bighorn sheep numbers that were really struggling because of of pneumonia, but it looks like our population of, uh, of 88 rams, 160 ewes, and 44 lambs is maintaining and able to expand just a little bit, and that's probably some of the best news that we could have asked for when it comes to bighorn sheep in North Dakota, Brett. Just about 30 seconds left here, Doug. Did I see a record paddlefish last week? It's not been confirmed yet, but likely a 131-pound paddlefish from the confluence of the Yellowstone and the Missouri Rivers near Williston. Our paddlefish season was closed up earlier this week, but it looks like it's going to go down in history. The old record was 130 pounds, so talk about standing beside the highway and trying to grab onto a semi and pull it in. That's what paddle fishing is. <laughs> i got to try that. Doug Lear, North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Go catch some fish. Thanks for being on Northland Outdoors Radio. Take care, Brett. Always a pleasure. Coming up next, we've got part two of our interview with Lonnie Bedwell, the 2015 Adventurer of the Year with National Geographic. He's organizing a turkey hunt with a number of blind veterans. How's he going to do it? We'll find out next. LandRadar.com is a website to remember. Find the most extensive information about potlatch land at LandRadar.com. And right now, LandRadar.com has a northern Minnesota game farm for sale. Over one thousand acres of fields and forest land a lodge five cabins kennels and an expansive home on the lake ideal habitat for deer bear and upland birds or just enjoy hiking horseback riding or on atvs to learn more call 866-403-LAND visit landradar.com a part of close converse properties hey anglers looking for a destination where walleyes fresh air and fish fries are a way of life look no further than the famous waters of lake of the woods from Badette and the rainy river to the main lake up to the northwest angle here you'll enjoy the the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskie. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.